Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Woo! Welcome Hello. back. So good to see you. Well, we can't see you. We're sitting here by ourselves with the crew. Carl just told us a really good dad joke. He didn't have it last week, but he's got it this week. Why don't ants get sick? Because they have little ant bodies. Oh, antibodies. Oh, I messed it up. Uh, yeah. Little antibodies. Sorry. My brain wasn't engaged for what I was saying. Then. That's a, that's a good joke. I hope that's not an indicator of where we're going today. Hey, good job, kids. Yes, thank Great you for your... Great job the memory verse. Keep going, guys. Like learning the memory verses, it is really good. It is to, so good. To, do the, to get that into you, to speak yeah. that out and to... To get something that you keep going over it. Don't just put it away. Keep going over yeah. it and um, reminding Sew yourself. Sew that into your heart. Yeah, definitely. So this week is Psalm 23, verses 1 to 3. Yes. So the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Like, so see how far you can get through that in two weeks. And it's okay if you don't get the whole lot. But the beauty of this scripture is that there's so much in this. He makes yeah. me lie down. You know, like that, that God is so good that he actually knows what's best for us even when we he don't. Sure you know, and yeah. like looking at this, that's, that's rest right there. He makes mm-hmm. me lie down. You know, mm-hmm. so um, in this found foundations, year of of foundations rest. of rest, you know, mm. how are you grabbing hold of rest in your life? How mm. are you grabbing hold of that, mm. that peace and that harmony, which is what we're going to continue talking about because we've been talking about last week, talking about fathers and mm-hmm. the role. Great job, Gongi. Great job on there, Pastor yep. Adrian. And then we've been talking about just family and mm-hmm. the kingdom of God and the mm. gifts that we've got in, in the kingdom of God yeah. and how, um, yeah, we need to activate those things and, and see them come about. Yeah. So I've been reading like in, in Luke and it was really interesting how Jesus, when he first appointed the apostles... He sent them out and he told them to, as they go, to do certain things and to not do certain things. And one of the things he said, and I thought it was really interesting because today we're going to be talking about... Conflict resolution. Woo! Conflict yeah. resolution. Because Doesn't everybody love this? Part of Foundations of Rest is having rest in your relationships. Oh, yes. And it, that is Definitely. so important. Yeah. Very true. So um, Jesus appointed them, sent them out. And there was one thing, and it was all about... Um, proclaiming the kingdom of God, the mm. kingdom of heaven to everyone. And so Jesus said, if a town doesn't receive you, if a place doesn't receive you, he says, let them know that the kingdom of God has still come near them. Just mm-hmm. keep them aware that they, they were actually showing not themselves, but the kingdom of God. And yeah. I thought it was a beautiful way to sort of look at how we can do this, not just in our relationships with others, but in our home relationships, how to do those really, really well. And so Jesus said, this to them. And he says, when you enter a house, this is Luke 10, verse 5, um, 5 and 6. When you enter a house, first say, peace to this house. So this word there is, oh, I can't remember what it is in the Greek, but it actually means um, prosperity. So peace actually means prosperity through unity, through harmony um, and good life and happiness. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what this word peace means. Um, and it says, he, Jesus goes on to say, if someone who promotes peace is there, then your peace will rest on them. If not, it will return to you. So mm. he was saying, if someone who promotes peace. So in our homes, 
we won't have that prosperity from unity. We won't have that harmony, that happiness, that, that beauty if there's not someone who actually loves peace and promotes mm. peace mm. in that home. So um, conflict resolution, we're, mm. we're not taught how to do this well. Like, no. Like there's so many examples. Yeah. That um, it's something that doesn't come instinctively. Mm. So it is something that we have to learn. Oh, yeah. So if Because we... otherwise we'll learn bad habits, mainly mm. from what we see modelled around us. Yeah. So yeah. if you're um, fortunate enough to have had a good example of conflict resolution, mm. then that's great. You would have picked up some, some good ways <laughs> of resolving conflict. But, um, you know, a lot of us haven't always seen good examples. No. No. So it's, it's something that we can really improve on. And Definitely. it's such a vital skill to it have. Is. Not only in marriage, but with raising children and yep. also in every relationship. Every have. relationship. Yeah, in friendships, in the workplace, everywhere you go, there's potential for conflict. And so therefore, you ne need to know how to resolve it and yeah. get the best outcome. I remember when I was um, first started real estate marketing and... I, I did this whole series on negotiating and how to negotiate well. And this, this guy who was doing the lectures, he said, everyone is born negotiating. Like we, from mm. day one, we're letting people know what we want and what we desire and we're negotiating with mm. them. And when you look in that home, like sometimes we think conflict is a bad thing because it's caused a, a collision mm. or, a, a, or a, I don't know, an atmosphere change. But conflict resolution is to bring about a good change and a kingdom result mm. from that, a good mm. result from it. And so when we, when we just try to avoid conflict and run away from it, it it's not healthy, is no. it? No, it's and not I, I know in my life there was times where I've avoided conflict because I just didn't want to have conflict. Mm. But then I realised, nah, this is now a weight around my neck. I, I need to deal with this correctly. And, yeah. and Scripture gives us a lot of great... It does. Um, indicators yeah. and, and directions in our relationships. Yeah, because a, a conflict avoided is not a conflict resolved. No. You still no. have that going on in the back of your head that yeah. everything's not okay and just avoiding it doesn't fix it. So mm. we need to learn how to productively confront, yes. how to have productive conversations. And, and I think the, the starting place of that is, is just keeping your heart right before God yeah, at all times. so true. Like you were saying with that verse, to be carriers of peace mm. wherever promoters, we go. Promoters, yeah, promoters but of that, peace. But that starts with being good stewards yeah. of our heart. Definitely. And that's why, you know, David said, creating me a clean heart, O God, mm. and renew a right spirit within me so that I won't be cast out of your presence. Yeah. So that, you know. A place of peace. Yeah, yeah. We can't be carrying bitterness, unforgiveness. Yeah. Um, you know, anger and all of that pent up inside our heart and be carriers of his presence and carriers of his peace. Exactly. So we need to allow that constant cleansing of our heart so that we can carry peace and presence into every situation, into yep. every conflict, into every discussion. Mm. Yeah, so it all starts with keeping our heart right before God and just keeping that short account with <laughs> him, you know, yes. if we have any unforgiveness, if we have any bitterness growing that's festering, if we have anything that we haven't dealt with, mm. as soon as we come under pressure oh. in, in a potential conflict, if there's any of that yucky stuff in there, yep. it's going to come out. That's and a bit it, squeezed out. It's going to taint 
that interaction, yes. any interaction. Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth yeah, speaks. Yeah, absolutely. When you come under pressure, what goes mm, out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so anything you haven't dealt with, as soon as someone presses on that sore spot, oh, yeah. you, you're going to react. You know, it's, it reminds me of our dog, Hunter. He has this, um, oh. you know... Dew claw. Yeah, he has this dew claw that the vet tried to pull out. And so now he has a... Um, a bit of a phobia about you touching his paws, which you never used to have. It's not a sort of a little. It's <laughs> a, it's a full-on blown, yeah. won't let you touch his front paws, yeah. So um, even though he's a very good-natured dog, if you grab his paw unexpectedly, he will freak out and try and snap at you, which is totally out of character for him. It is, yeah. But that's just like us if we have a sore spot or a wound. He hasn't done it to me yet. <laughs> if, we, if we have a wound or a sore spot and someone touches that... Oh, yeah. We, it may not be our nature, nature to be aggressive or snappy. But if it's in us. But if we haven't dealt with it yeah, come and on. someone touches it, we're going to snap, we're going to snarl. Yeah. Something's going to come out that's not pretty. So, <laughs> you know, that is, we need to cleanse all yes. that. Deal with it. Don't just suppress it. That's very good. Yeah. So that's, that's really important. And as we said last week, you know, if there's a, if there's a conflict, we need to choose our moment. Mm. To talk about yes. it, you know, so and pray about it together if, if that's at all possible. <laughs> if it's someone that will oh. agree to pray with you, pray about it before you talk about it. It's so productive to do that. And um, Well, that's the instruction that we're given. You know, yeah. if, you've, if, if you've got an issue with someone, yeah, go, go and go see them. them. And mm. if they hear you, then they, everything's yeah, good. Yeah, but if they don't, resolved. Then, then it's like, well, take someone with mm. you so that you can discuss it together yeah. and work it out. Not go yeah. to somebody and complain no. to them, but go and sort it out Find with the person. Find a good mediator yeah. that, that will help you, someone neutral is, that will help you sort it yes. out. Yes, it's mm. great godly instruction in that. So, so good. I know you, Kyle's got a lot of great stuff. I think that's in Matthew chapter 18 it about go Matthew. to someone and then, mm. yeah. But in Proverbs 15, Come 1, on. it says, A gentle answer turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger. I remember learning this in, um, in primary school, mm. I think it was. Mm. I remember learning this. A gentle answer turns away wrath. Yeah. But a harsh word stirs up anger, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. approaching everything with humility, with gentleness, you know, not getting all um, worked up and angry. Yeah. And I, I read a quote this morning that said, 10% of conflict is due to a difference of opinion. And ninety percent is due to delivery and tone of voice. <laughs> so only ten so percent is actually about the issue. Ninety percent is about people getting worked up oh, yeah. and their delivery and, and their tone and their attitude. So if we can approach everything with a gentle answer, yes. It's just gonna keep everything calm and we then we can have a rational conversation about it. Yeah, mind you, I've had a few discussions with people where they've they've come at you with you know with the bells ringing mm. and um Guns and then you, so then you respond in the same heightened manner and they go hey hey what are you getting upset for let's just keep it calm and you're like hang on I've just <laughs> been short sheeted here what happened yes <laughs> but it's true they mm. when it can fire you without you even realizing but yeah. We'll probably get into it later, but mm. I, I know from you know my, my own journey that 
sometimes I'm defensive. And so when somebody accuses me of something, I'll go into immediate defense mode mm. before I even get a chance to mm. go, hey, wait a minute. No, that's not even true. You know, yeah. like. And so your adrenaline kicks oh, in. Oh, bang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy pretty quick. Fight or flight. Mm. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> but 1 Corinthians 13 says, yes. love keeps no record of wrongs. Oh. So another thing to remember is keep it about the current issue. Yes. You don't need to bring up all the past issues. That, you if know. you're dealing with a conflict, yes. Yeah, yeah. Don't pull out the big record of wrongs and, you know, two years ago and five years ago and last week. And you always. Yeah, you all, never. all of that. Um, love keeps no record of wrongs, so the past is the past. Yes. You've done this to me before. S stay on point. Yeah, it's so important <laughs> not, not to drag up the past. <laughs> We do, though, don't we? Mm. We just do it because we want to win the argument, I suppose. But, mm. you know, like, it's no, not no, about no. That, it's not it? about that. It's not about the argument, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and that's, that's part of being peace-loving is yes. we're here to find resolution. We're not, not here to win. <laughs> not to win, but yeah. not to get our way, yeah. but to get heaven's way, yeah. you know, like yeah, in that situation. Right. So To find a way through. <laughs> oh, gee, I wish I had some of this stuff when I was younger. Yeah, I'm sure you you were glad like you'd be glad if <laughs> I, I mean, knew I some of this. I had some of this, <laughs> but um, yeah, you learn as oh, you go you, along. You do, yeah. But grab hold of this. This is really good information. This is great it, resource it is, for your life. It is so critical. It really, yeah. it really is so critical to learn how to resolve things. It changes the atmosphere of your home because you're a, a peace promoter mm. there. Yeah, and it's not like a lot of people think that if you're coming in peace, then you're going to get walked over by mm. people that are going to get their way. But that's, that's the, um, the wrong thinking about forgiveness. Mm. If I forgive someone, then they get off scot-free. And it, no, 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 no. Everyone sows and everyone mm. reaps. We, mm -hmm. That's part of our faith walk that we trust that God is going to, yeah. you know, that everyone's sowing and everyone's mm. reaping. Not that we're looking for God to go <laughs> and get someone. <laughs> I just realised how that sounded. But um, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't let them off the hook. No. It lets you off the it hook lets, of it, carrying that pain. You don't have to carry that mm. weight and that mm. baggage to be reminding that person and reminding yourself or anyone else that's around in earshot of what actually transpired. Mm. Mm. But um, like I was talking with Bridie and just saying to her as we were discussing how, you know, people can hold on to things, but, you know, unforgiveness, but they mm. don't realise that there are people actually walking around with the same heart towards them. You know, you can say, oh, this person did this to me and they treated me badly and, all that, and now I don't trust them. And, mm. But then if you realise that, that I've offended people that I've been unaware of, that mm. person may be totally unaware that that even transpired. Mm. So we need to resolve things so that we're, yeah. we're not in that broken relationship yeah. with people at yeah. all. Walking on eggshells. Yeah, that's not good. No. That's never good. Love keeps no record of mm -hmm. wrongs. Mm-hmm. And it's really important to have some skills to resolve yes. conflicts because then when it happens, you don't panic mm. because you think, okay, well, I know, I know what to do with this. I know how to approach this. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> and you don't just panic and go into fight or flight mode. You actually have some skills to approach it with. So, um, and there's two, two phrases that I think diffuse any situation, and that is, I understand. Yes. You know, just listening to the other person and um, affirming that you're hearing them. Yeah. That you Very understand true. putting yourself in their shoes, tr you know, trying mm. to get their perspective and verbalising that to them is really important. 
And also, I'm sorry. Yes. You know, sometimes we don't have to be totally in the wrong to still be humble enough to apologise and just say, I'm sorry if I made you feel that way. Well, or I'm sorry yeah. if I made you feel uncomfortable. Or It's a mature yeah. perspective, isn't it? Yeah. That I own some of this yeah, because I'm in relationship with you. Yeah. And take responsibility. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So they're two, two powerful statements. So saying it's all on you then isn't a good way to talk in a relationship. <laughs> no, it doesn't usually go <laughs> this down This one's well. your fault. <laughs> it doesn't usually go I'm down. not having a part of this. <laughs> I want to look at Colossians 3, 12 to 14. Yes. This is our, our main verse for today. And I think it's really easy to just brush over this. But if we really look at what it's saying... It is full of gold. It's full of those... You put it out in the Passion, didn't you? This is in the Passion Translation. I so love it's, it's full of those keys that we need and how to approach mm. a difficult conversation. And it's poetically put. Look at it. Yes. Yeah. So you are always dearly loved by God. So that's, you know, know, you know that you're loved. And dearly you're loved. secure. Yes. Yeah. So rope yourself. Permanently and passionately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you love can you God. can approach any conversation knowing that you are loved mm. by your father. So you're in a secure place. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So robe yourself with the virtues of God since you have been divinely chosen to be holy. So be merciful as you endeavor to understand others. Which mm. is what I was just saying. Yes. I hear you. I understand. Yeah, I understand. And be compassionate. So show yes. them some compassion. Showing kindness towards all. Always. 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 always There's be always kind. is in there, isn't always it? Always be kind. Always. Don't don't ever let kind kindness leave the mm. room. Because that's where it starts to get messy. Be gentle and humble. Unoffendable oh, yeah. in your patience with others. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. See, this is the heart of God and the spirit of Jesus right yes. here. Yes. To, you know. Choose not to take offense. Yes. Yeah. Um, tolerate the weaknesses of those in the family of faith. And I would add, and in your own family. Oh, first fam <laughs> family first. Yeah. And then that grows. Yes. Forgiving one another. Letting go oh, yeah. in the same way that you, we have all yes. been graciously forgiven by Jesus Christ. And if you find fault with someone, release the same gift of forgiveness to oh, them. Isn't that beautiful? Release. That's gold. The same gift of forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So that is a really good blueprint for yes. how to do relationships really well. This is the last part of it, is it? Oh, for love is can't, supreme. can't forget this bit. For yeah, love is, is supreme and must flow through each of these vir yeah. virtues. So love is the centre of it all. And love becomes the mark of true maturity. Mm. Like we mentioned that verse last week where Jesus said in Matthew, not, marriage isn't for everyone, but if you can grow into the largeness, largeness. of marriage, yes. if you can become mature enough to do marriage well, oh. then go for it. In so, gentleness? Yeah. In humility, yeah. in compassion, in kindness, mm -hmm. these to grow into the largeness of kindness, yeah. of yeah. compassion. This is the definition of maturity. It is. Yeah, to it be is. able to put on all those virtues and to, to treat people with yeah. love and kindness, that is maturity. And actually, and tolerate's an interesting word there, tolerate 
um, others' weaknesses. Mm. But it, it's almost like um, embracing and supporting, you know, mm. like you, mm. it's not just, you know, putting up with it. That's mm. not what, what mm. it's saying there, but it's, it's embracing and, and being part of it, yeah. which is that mature thing, isn't it? Yeah. Ownership. Because we all have them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So a couple of years ago, we had a couple here that did a, a marriage seminar that Greg was called and Sue. Closer. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they spoke about the four horsemen. Of the apocalypse. Of the apocalypse. Yes. Which is the, the four things that you need to eliminate from your marriage in order to have I remember them. a healthy relationship. Yes. Yeah. So I, I looked them up again recently. And Which institute were they from? The they Gottman Institute. Gottman. Not Gotham. Gottman, Gottman Institute. Gottman. So these, you know, if we think about growing into the largeness of marriage, mm. that means that there are certain behaviours and attitudes yep. that don't fit the largeness of marriage. No, they, they fit immaturity. But and they don't, smallness. Yeah, they fit smallness, but they don't fit largeness and maturity. Mm. So these four things really are four things that we need to leave behind us if, yes. we're, if we're stepping into and, and be aware when we're actually riding that horse. Mm -hmm. yep. And as a, my brother-in-law says, you can't ride your high horse into heaven. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Sorry, that's gold. <laughs> we're going to look at the four horsemen yes. of, the, uh, of the apocalypse. Of the apocalypse. Yes. Um, we might not get through them all, but we'll see how we we'll go. give them a shot. Yeah. Okay, so tell me, what is the first rider of the apocalypse? The first rider of the apocalypse is criticism. Criticism. Yeah. So criticism within any relationship is not a healthy no, thing. No, it's not. It doesn't mean that you can never raise a concern. Yeah. Or you can never bring a complaint. But that is different to a criticism. Or, you, yeah. you know, you can give a critique on you know, someone's, if they've done something and they want your opinion, but mm. that, that is still different to criticising them. Like I've, I've, I've found like if you see someone doing something and you go like, that's the wrong way to do it. I, I've always come in and just gone, hey, um, not criticising them, but just going, I've found if you do it like this, yeah. it's a lot better. Yeah. And instead of going, what are you doing? You know, mm. like, and criticising that thing because we've all got to grow we've all got to mature yeah, through things yeah. and journey through things and but once again that's how we learn our choice of words is really important. oh so yeah so true okay so um a criticism is actually an attack on someone's character it is, yeah yeah wow so i yeah i it, think the best way is to give an example so yes let's say if you told me you're going to be home for dinner at six and then you didn't get home till seven and you didn't call me. When did I do that? <laughs> and we're no. just using this. <laughs> just role play with me for a moment. <laughs> oh, sorry. I uh, thought we were having a conflict. <laughs> but yeah, so if you were an hour late yes, definitely. and you hadn't thought to call me and I was getting a bit worried because normally you do call me or whatever. Yep. So if, if I was to say, um, you, you never think about my feelings. You, you always get caught up in what you're doing and I don't, I don't think you're forgetful, I just think you're selfish. Then that's, that's a pretty harsh criticism, isn't it's it? It's cutting me now. Like, <laughs> that's like an attack. Role-playing. Can I role-play <laughs> crying? Like, that's an attack on your character because I'm immediately yes. saying you're selfish. Because of my behaviour, yeah. you're judging on top of that 
that the only reason that I could behave like that is because I'm selfish. You have these character flaws. I have these massive character <laughs> flaws. But you sound way too apt in doing <laughs> this. <laughs> if I was to say to you, hey, I was worried. I was yeah. starting to get worried because you were so late. Could you please call me next Actually, time? Actually, I think I've said this to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other way around. So yeah. um, using I statements I is statements. always better than using you statements. Yes, yeah. Like you never, you always, you do or you don't is, is a criticism. Mm. Because it's an accusation. It is, yeah. Yeah. But if I say, I feel concerned when you do that, mm. then I'm just expressing a concern, mm. which is a lot healthier way to approach I that conversation. I understand what you sa have said and yeah. I, I appreciate and value your feelings in this. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> so, yeah, using I statements. Because if we, if we think about it, the enemy is called the accuser. Oh, yeah. Come on. So partnering with that spirit of accusation it's is really what the enemy does to us yeah. when he tries to undermine us. You know, he whispers in our ear and says, you're worthless, you're hopeless, mm. you can't do this, you're this or that, you're that. We don't want to be that voice to anyone because no. that's the voice of the accuser. It, it is and, so it, yeah. and it erodes and it tears it, down. It really does. Mm. So we need to be careful that we never partner with accusation mm. but... We can bring a concern, but that's not criticism. Mm. So that's that's the first one. To or even a complaint about something isn't yeah. necessarily criticism. No. Um, like you don't want to be a whiner, but you you can bring a complaint in a yeah. and doing it in the the proper way, in the correct yeah. way to do it. And if you have a genuine concern, you need to be able to voice it appropriately. Yeah. yeah. Because I've heard people say, oh, we've never had a disagreement in our marriage or we've never had a crossword. And you've never valued any opinion or... And you, you think, well, one person in that relationship is not being honest or not speaking up about what's, what concerns them because mm. ev every person in every relationship needs to have a voice. Yeah. They just need to know how to voice their concerns in an appropriate way. And, and, it, and it's not saying that people that don't fight are just doing it behind closed doors and, you know, you... No. But it, it, Maybe they just have really good skills. And there may be that they, like, their idea of blowing up was something that they saw modelled by other family members, so they yeah. never want to go there because they were mm. scared or it impacted them mm. negatively. So yeah. they don't want to then resolve things, so they just don't talk about yeah. things and let them go. But yeah. that's not bringing... That's not uh, fixing it. Yeah, that's mm. not bringing fruit out of it. Mm. So mm. avoiding something isn't... You, yeah. You've got to actually... Yeah, have conversation. Have, have difficult conversation. conversations sometimes. Yeah, in order to, to resolve things. Mm. Yeah, so criticism is the first one. Wow, we're doing well. Smashing it. Number one. Number one. So the second horse the rider The second thingy. horseman. Thank you. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Is contempt... Oh, I hate this Contempt. One. This, is, this is a scary one. This is a filthy one. Uh, yeah, because when, when we start to show contempt Ooh. in a relationship, that's when we get really mean. Yes. Kindness is in, in contempt and kindness. Uh, pulls apart. Pulls apart, yeah. Yeah, so contempt comes in when kindness leaves the room, mm. you know. Mm. And it, it really is hatred in disguise. You know, it really is. I don't even know if it's in disguise. The, <laughs> the, root, the root of contempt 
really is hatred. So And it's a nasty thing. It's it's nasty. So contempt is um, when we treat other people with disrespect. Yeah. When we mock them with sarcasm. Yep. Oh wow. When we ridicule them. When we we call them names, we mimic them, we use body language like rolling our eyes and crossing our arms <sighs> and turning our back and <sighs> huffing and puffing and, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> For sure. It's, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Scoffing. Yes. Yeah, and it pretty much just leaves, leaves the other person feeling despised. Yeah. And worthless. <laughs> it, it doesn't give you a, a route out of that. No. It just, it's just really a, a big manure truck just dumping yeah, on somebody, really. Much. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, it's pretty cold. It is. And it's. Yeah. <laughs> it's very toxic. Very. And um, studies have shown that couples that are living in contempt actually have weakened immune systems. So it, yeah. not only does it erode your self esteem, and your, your mind, but it also starts to erode your body wow. if you're continually living in a contemptuous state with someone. And these guys, these horsemen, they, they, it erodes our joy. It steals mm. our joy, mm. our, the very essence that gives us, you know, that, yeah. that excitement in life and that, mm. that desire to go through is, is eroded and destroyed. Yeah. So uh, yeah. things becomes, go flat. Yeah. It really does. It becomes really, really toxic and mm. hard work and not very joyful. So then a day that has no conversation in it where you're not actually trading blows or anything mm. becomes a good day. A relief. When is that a good day? <laughs> you know, yeah. just and when you're not fighting. Sorry. Con contempt is actually the single greatest predictor of divorce. Oh my. So if, you, if you're allowing contempt to remain in your relationship for long enough, yep. then it will eventually erode your relationship to the point that you can't stand each other anymore. Hmm. So that's, that's a biggie that's true. that you need to yeah. not allow in the door. That, that's, and it's not part of mature love. No, it's, it's not, not part of the largeness of marriage. It's actually really childish, immature behaviour yeah. that you know, we used to do when we were six. And yeah, I don't like that kid. Yeah, you know, in the... In primary school. So once you're married, that's, that's got to go. It really it has, does. Yeah. It's manipulation. It is. And it's, it's, so, it's so toxic. Attitudes it's domination. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's very toxic. So don't. Domination. Yeah. Definitely. Don't entertain that one. It manipulates and dominates. Mm -hmm. Which Contempt. the Bible says is witchcraft, by it the is, way. It is. Like, yeah. <laughs> Anything that manipulates, intimidates or dominates. Yeah. You've got lights flashing. Yeah. Um, yeah, is, is yeah. witchcraft. And don't, don't allow your kids to do it either. Ooh, you know, because part of, um, we'll probably talk next week a bit more about doing good conflict resolution with, with your kids. Yeah. You know, but um, you teach your kids how to treat you. And mm. You also teach them how to treat their spouse. So if they're starting to carry on like this, Ooh. you need to ask them to change their yeah. attitude yeah. and change their behaviour. Definitely. It's, it's not good. And it's not a good habit to no. allow them to um, foster. And like you, that quote that you use, you know, don't ever let your children... Do um, anything that makes you despise them. Yes, yeah. that's the one. So it's our role as parents to teach them to be good citizens. Ezekiel. And what to is behave yeah. well. <laughs> what does the one true God desire? 
godly, godly offspring. offspring. Yes. That's it. Yeah. For us to produce. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's criticism. And contempt. And contempt. Tell the me, what is the third rider horseman of the horseman of the apocalypse? Is defensiveness. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is often a response to criticism. I brought this one up earlier. Didn't yeah. I? Yes. Yeah. So it if, is. If you're, um, you know, copying some criticism, often our response is to put our walls up and become defensive and mm. start um, defending ourselves and, um, you know, backing away, and making excuses. Um, but it, it's not the best response. No. Even though it's the automatic response. Yeah. You, it doesn't. It doesn't give anything really. Defensiveness mm. doesn't take any ground. It yeah. just holds the ground that you've got at the moment. Yeah. Doesn't it? So it's it's not actually a mutual thing. It's yeah. You're just. You're just keeping the other person. Yes. At bay. At bay. But um, it's better to just take responsibility. Mm. You know, if you've. Um, done something to upset the other person instead of making excuses just say yep <laughs> um i'm sorry i did that yeah and i messed up and what can we do about it you'll get a lot further a lot faster definitely than trying to defend definitely. yourself yeah and there's something powerful about you know um forgiveness in that as well mm. you know because people are defensive when they're being accused and, yeah. and criticized and and you become defensive but yeah but when we, we have that heart of acceptance and forgiveness and allowing mm. people to... Well, Jesus, they asked him, you know, how many times should we forgive? You know, seven times seven, you know, mm-hmm. thinking, use the God number, seven times seven. And Jesus, no, 70 times seven. Yeah. And yeah. there was no time frame in which that had to take place. Mm. That wasn't for a whole lifetime. No, it's that just was every time. Every time <laughs> what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what he was saying. Yeah. What have you got so, to say about so defensiveness? defensiveness. Um, so, okay. Just to make it clear, we'll do another little role, role play. Role play. Here we okay. go. Did we do it with contempt? We didn't. No, but, you know, that's pretty I, obvious. I couldn't take contempt from you at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> obvious, you know. We described it. Okay. But, yeah, if, if, um, if you were to say to me, oh, did you make that phone call today that I that I asked you to did make? Did you? And I go, well, you know how busy I've been today. I had a list this long of things to do. Why didn't you do it? You know how much pressure I'm under. That sounds like me. That's, that's <laughs> defensive response. It is. Yeah. But if I just said, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, do you want me to do it now? You've got no idea how many times I've done that. <laughs> like, <laughs> just own it. Yeah. Just say, right. oh, yeah. I had a lot on. I forgot that I can do it in the morning. No, no, but you've got or to tell the person exactly why you haven't done it, you know. <laughs> but just own it, you know. Yes. Because defensiveness can become mm. an automatic response. Oh, yeah. It's where after a while we start to respond to everything in that way and we start overreacting. Because you start believing it yourself. Yeah. You, you've got this noise going on in the mm. back of your head of all the things that you've either got on or you know you should be doing and then when somebody comes in and they say we haven't done this yet or this needs to be done you're like mm. oh, i've got so much to do yeah yeah and, and you feel yeah. like you have to protect yourself yep. from the onslaught mm. but being vulnerable being honest yes. being humble it it will just diffuse the situation immediately mm. yeah very much well so. usually unless the other person's really bent on attacking you well <laughs> 
But most people, if you're honest, humble, and you respond well, will yes, they will. Will calm down. Some yeah. people. Mm. A majority. Mm. So that's defensiveness. Hey, so we're we going had well. criticism. Yeah. Contempt. Mm-hmm. Defensiveness. Yeah. What is the fourth horse? What is it? Horseman rider apocalypse thingy. Horseman. The horseman, fourth horseman. Yeah. <laughs> is stonewalling. Stonewalling. Yeah. Stonewalling. Which, which is often... Adrian and I talked about this, I think, last week. You did mention this we last week. We did mention week. stonewalling. Yeah. Yes. Which is often a response to contempt. It is. Yeah. And it's so a contemptuous response as well, just stonewalling someone. Yeah. Or it can be, I'm so overwhelmed yeah. that I don't know what else to do, so I'm just going to shut down, withdraw, and not say anything. And some people think that this is the the lesser of two weevils. Yeah. Um, but it's not. This, this is an evil of its own, stonewalling, because it shuts people out. Yeah, it does. Um, it doesn't allow communication yeah. to take place because communication really is what tears down walls. Mm. You know, so um, yeah. stonewalling, you know, it's, it's just some people think that they're doing the right thing by not by flying off the handle, yeah. by withdrawing and saying, well, I'm not going to fight about this. But mm. they, what they end up doing is putting up walls mm-hmm. in their life yeah. That people don't want to, they'll, they'll eventually they won't even approach those walls, let alone yeah. try and traverse those walls. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's okay, um, you know, if you're in the, in the height of a conversation and you feel like you've got to withdraw for a while because you are getting overwhelmed. Yeah. To say to the other person, I just need five or ten minutes. Yep. Good advice. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go and calm down. I just need to think for a while. Yeah. Don't just walk out and slam the door and they don't know when you're coming Again, back or if you're like coming me. back. <laughs> but just say, I need time out. Yes. I need, you know, some downtime and then we'll come back and finish the conversation when we both calm Those down. Those walks back in after I'd slammed the door, <laughs> they were some of the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I really shouldn't have reacted like that. <laughs> but yeah, stonewalling, not good. No. Not good at all. No. No one knows where they're, where the right ground is to walk on when you're being stonewalled by someone because you're just you're walking on eggshells virtually mm. at that moment mm. you don't know what they're thinking no yeah because they've they've shut down they've stopped communicating and so we then surmise what yeah. they're thinking yeah then, and then we, we make we up our own little up story. stories yeah. and then yeah it can go very um on well, all sorts of tangents. You wouldn't believe how many arguments I have with myself <laughs> and somebody else that they're never <laughs> even involved in because I'm telling myself a story about how it is. Yeah, we all do that. Usually with a defensive we, bent. We all have this narrative. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Going on in our head. Yep. You know, they said that because of this and she did that because of this and she thinks I'm like this or he thinks I'm like that. Yep. But we have to realise that they're only stories. They are. And not to overthink things too much, mm. but to actually have a conversation Yeah, to get to the truth. So good. And, yeah, to have a rational discussion, mm. kind. Kind. Forgiving. Mm. Seeking to understand. Humble. yes. Yeah, the other person's perspective. Kind. Seeking to find a resolution. Peace-loving. Oh, yeah, promoting peace in yeah. the home. Yeah, yeah. Getting back to that, you mm. know, like... You won't have po- peace unless you are a promoter of peace. Mm. You can't demand mm. peace from anyone. Mm. You, you've got to, you've actually got to be a promoter of it. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you do have to have brave conversations oh, to bring yeah. about peace. Yes. 
But if they're approached the right way, yes. it can be so productive and so healing. Mm. And it can bring out so much truth and it can dispel all those lies that yes. the enemy's been saying, whispering in, you know. Mm. Because when communication breaks down, what we're effectively doing is we're giving the enemy a door yes. to come in it's and whisper in <laughs> each person's ear, lie, 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 lie. And then when we actually talk about how we really feel yeah. and how we really want to resolve it, it dispels all those yes. lies. Yeah. It allows the Holy Spirit to bring in truth, to bring in healing, to bring in yeah. His perspective. And especially if you pray yeah. At, yeah. at the beginning of it yeah. or at whatever point you remember mm. in the conversation, hey, we should pray yeah. here because yeah. this is getting this out of control. Getting, or This is getting bad. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you want or yeah. I don't know what I want. Well, stop and pray for the <laughs> Holy Spirit pray. Stop, to drop help. and pray. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Don't <laughs> stop, drop and roll. <laughs> Stop, drop, and pray. Oh, I like man. it. Yes, stop, <laughs> drop, pray. Yeah. Stonewalling. Yeah. I think everyone gets the idea there. Yeah. Mm. That, that tells it's, its own story. It's pretty much when you just shut down. You know, pe sometimes people find ways to be busy doing anything but oh, having yeah. a conversation. Yes. Or they just find reasons to be out a lot or to avoid the other person. Mm. Pretty much just trying Which to keep them out of your isn't space. It? Yeah. 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 Wow. Mm. I didn't think of that. Yeah. yeah. I'm just sort of thinking in a conversation, but when you are avoiding someone, yeah, you're can go on for them. hours, days, oh, weeks. Oh, it can go on for years, mm. months and mm. years. Mm. Yeah, and unfortunately. it just makes it, the longer it goes on, the, the colder it gets. <laughs> yeah, the colder it gets and the more convoluted the story that you yes, are telling yourself the gets. The lies get. Get thicker yeah. and thicker. The Lord mm. of the Flies. Mm. He loves to just, mm. he's the father of lies and mm. that's his only language. That, that's yeah. what Jesus said. So we should take We communion. are going to have communion, as we yeah. said in the chair earlier. Hope you got your communion ready. So thank you for joining us today and we, being a part we of hope, this. We hope this has been really helpful. Yeah. Some helpful tools. Yes. Definitely. It's been really helpful for us. It has. Learning how to do conflict resolution better. We haven't always done it well. No, and sometimes in the heat of the moment you forget. But if you've put the information in there, the Holy Some Spirit point it'll come can out. bring it yeah. back to your remembrance. <laughs> exactly. When you take time to consult him, he'll go, remember yeah. to do this, this and this. Definitely. Yeah. And today is a day where hopefully we're going to hear some news this afternoon about what's changing. Oh, There's been we some changes so. already. Because um, we're missing you guys so mm. much. Um, mm. Yeah, we're not sure being able to, to to be church with you. But mm. the the position is really, if we look at it, uh, what's what's heaven saying at the moment? Mm. What, what's God saying? And it, it makes me realise that the the authority of the ecclesia, the authority of the of the kingdom of heaven, which is the church, um, isn't just in the the crowd. It's in the twos and threes mm. that gather in my name, the twos mm. and threes that agree on anything. That's, yeah. that's where the authority of heaven lies, mm. is in the twos and threes that agree mm. together. Mm. So it's not just in the crowd situation. The church has triumphed through every season of, throughout, history. throughout history of being you know, institutionalized into mm. the, you know, the religious models to mm. um, you know, the, 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 yeah, the inquisitions, mm. the wars, the mm. perpetration of evil, the taking of land, the, mm -hmm. 
the control of man and it still survived. Yeah. The gospel has still mm-hmm. survived and it's still alive and powerful today. And that's because Jesus what Jesus did. Church. Oh, mm. yeah. Jesus is building his church. Yeah. There's people panicking at the moment. We can break bread together. Wafer. So many people are worried about, you know, oh, the, the church is going to suffer. No, whenever the church has suffered, the church has grown. Mm-hmm. The church grows. So mm-hmm. don't think that, um, that there's tough times are going mm-hmm. to actually limit the church or yeah. decrease the church. This is where we shine. This we is where, because we have mm-hmm. faith in these. This is the fight of our faith. Mm-hmm. The good fight of our faith yeah. is going, no, God, you've got this in control. Mm-hmm. And even if you're in conflict with someone at the moment, no, Father, you've got this. Yeah. You're, you're showing yeah. them, Holy Spirit, speak to them. So mm-hmm. show them, show me how I can be a better example of who Jesus mm-hmm. is and with my family, yeah. with my workmates, mm-hmm. with, with my kids, yeah. whoever it might be. Yeah, it's yeah. good. I just want to read 2 Corinthians 5.11. Yeah. It says, all of this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Jesus, Mm. through what Jesus did on the cross. And he gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Reconciliation. So true. Yeah. So God had never done any wrong by us. It's us that wronged him. Yes. But he he reached out to us. He he took the first step of reconciliation. Mm. So what a beautiful example that is for us. That we accept that Mm. and we embrace that. Mm. Yeah. And we follow that and example. We follow that. Mm. Follow that example. Mm. Let's, let's agree this morning mm. and hope, you, hopefully Jesus. you've got your communion ready right now. Father God in heaven, mm. our Father, thank you, Lord, for Jesus. Thank you for making a way where we couldn't make a way. Mm. Thank, thank you, you for, for paying the price where we could not even come close to it. Mm. Jesus, thank you for laying your life down. Thank you for being the perfect lamb. Thank you for being our sacrifice. Thank you, Jesus. You are the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Mm. Thank you that you have dealt with sin on this planet once and for all. And I thank you for the authority that you give us Mm. through your death, burial and resurrection and our acceptance of this new covenant. Thank you, Jesus. The cup of the new covenant. Mm. Thank you, Jesus, for everything you achieved when you hung on that cross, when you died in our place so that we could have access to the Father. We just speak that, that proclamation of peace over each home right now, yes, thank you. healing right now, that by your mm. stripes, by the wounds on your body, we are healed. Father, I thank you that you put healing into each one of our bodies, that naturally we heal because mm. of your divine proclamation, but not only that, but we have supernatural authority to proclaim healing. Mm. So in the name of Jesus, we just speak over every sickness and every dis-ease that you come in order right now. We speak wholeness and healing in the name of Jesus. By your stripes, we're healed. And we just proclaim wholeness, peace, hope, Mm. love and rest over each family in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's partake with gladness in our hearts. Yes. Amen. Awesome. Woo-hoo. Thanks, guys, for joining us Thanks again. for the chat. Oh, yeah. Have an awesome week, we're guys. We're signing off. Yeah, we're signing off. Bye. Have a good week. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about services or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, 
riveredgechurch.com.au.